Hey, what's up, guys? It's the tenth wonder of the world, Jake Smith. Pourquoi? I am your dad bod demigod. <laughs> My name's Joey Mayberry. <laughs> and you are listening to the Golden Era podcast. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with little Pourquoi. <laughs> That's what I named my new little Maurice action figure. This is Little Pourquoi. Little Pourquoi. <laughs> I love it. So cute. Um, Joey just got the, um, I think it's Series 8 of Mattel Maurice figure, the one in the purple, the superior one. Um, so. I know. It's me and Tommy Purr, such good friends. After we beat the ever-loving hell out of each other last weekend, he gave me a Maurice, and I gave him a... Um, pretty nice bruise on his neck yes <laughs> with, my trade arm, off. with my with your arm. arm yes oh and my now God. we got a bunch of listeners who are like oh you put a bruise on his neck <laughs> <laughs> kinky <laughs> <laughs> well i'm like the listener like oh you got a maurice <laughs> as long as it's not the one where like it's got like that like chubby face that like, like wedged onto like the stripper body like yes. the jacks one. Ooh, that one's so bad i've got that one i Me too. need to bust her out uh, because i need to take a group maurice picture with all my figures now we're gonna have to do that as a figure this one week um for sure it's yes. oh um, well, if you guys don't know what this is, um, this is the Golden Era Podcast. If you wound up here for some reason and you're like, I was looking for podcasts about gold and stocks and knowing the currency, you're in the wrong place. But this, <laughs> this is the, the Golden Era Podcast where we talk about the WWE Women's Division from 2001 on and we just have a lot of fun with it. And yeah, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be a lot of good stuff. I know Joey is coming off a great weekend. It is Joey's birthday week of this episode, everyone. I know. I'm about to be 31 next Monday. 30 fun. 30 fun. (laughs) I love that. Um, So it's me and six of my friends for my birthday. Uh We're going to go to Six Flags. Yeah. And um, we're going to refer to ourselves as Six word that rhymes with flags <laughs> <laughs> please wear shirts that say it <laughs> just to offend the children oh uh, i okay so the plan was to get those but i had to go on like six flags actual like customer oh, site and make oh, sure no. that that then, was not on the words that were allowed maybe not <laughs> yeah i was like they're gonna kick us out of the theme park if i wear that <laughs> Someone was posting a video, I think Lil Nas posted it actually, of Tyra from her TV show. Um, and I guess she was interviewing the Westboro Baptist Church moms or something. But and she was like quoting them. But like it was like all everyone's mom when they saw Lil Nas X kissing that man on TV, get the bleep off the TV. I am not watching that. <laughs> I was like, Tyra's always doing the most. With I loved it. One, because I like watching anyone make out. And two, mm-hmm. I thought it was a good representation of the Free Britney movement. Yeah, I agree. I loved it. Did you hear Madonna, though, is pissed because she's like, I did it first. I'm like, um, <laughs> you're, a, you're a straight woman, honey. <laughs> like Come on. I mean, she's trying. She's 60 and she knows it. I mean, the Britney Madonna kiss is iconic. I will agree with that. But I don't think this is a matter of who did it first in this situation. Like Madonna, just shut your mouth and start making more music for Maria Menounos to walk out to at WrestleMania. (laughs) I won't lie. Girl Gone Wild was a bop. That video is an iconic WrestleMania piece. 
but uh, I digress. <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved it. We get to travel the world. <laughs> I get to go to Hong Kong. <laughs> I just love that there was a lot of clips of like Layla lifting her leg over her. <laughs> I love Layla. So, um, all, right, all right, I'm going to off track. Well, that's exciting. I am looking forward to hearing a recap of your trip to six lags so yes, six, <laughs> six lags um all right uh so we have a, we have a, lots of women stuff going on well not a ton but like there's some women stuff that went on this week um so we're gonna get right into it guys um this is the first raw of 2002 and they're in new york city this week they're at madison square garden so you know that promises to be an incredible show. This is the Raw where Triple H returned at the end of it with a denim jacket and brought denim back. Um, so that I was also Britney. Also Britney. You know, maybe he was inspired by it. Oh, everyone is. I think so. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spears. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off the show. Well, we don't start off the show, but we start our women's portion of the program with Trish Stratus at what she says is WAWAF New York. <laughs> What better place to be than WWF New York? Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was channeling good old JR. At oh, I loved it. I loved it. Because, <laughs> like, Trish is such a perfectionist. So, when she does have her little flubs, it's so cute. <laughs> We're here at WWF New York, and I can't think of a better place to deliver some stratisfaction. She was uh, real country. Oh, very, very. I was, I think that they, here's my thing. I don't get why they had her go to WWF New York. I get they had random people there at times. They were really pushing that um, dark match menu or whatever. I don't know. So, like, so um, they had her go there. And she is interrupted by our friend Terry, who returned a few weeks ago. Um, and Terry is like, you know, I agree. And it's so great to be back here. And Trish is, she's like, Trish is like, what are you doing? Terry goes, well, I am the new and better host of WWF Access. Okay, wait, is it Access or Access? It's also great to be the brand new and better host of WWF Access. It's Access. Okay, that's what I thought, because it sounded like excess, and I'm like, what? Um, I don't know. And then my head went to Express by Christina Aguilera from the um, soundtrack to Burlesque, and I don't know. <laughs> that's a few years down the road, so she wasn't referencing that. I'm actually angry there was never a Burlesque-themed match, because that's when they were doing Diva-themed matches, and that was a mess. So anyway, but <laughs> back to this. Um, burlesque is too big of a word for most male fans in this era to pronounce. Let's be real. <laughs> it could have been... It was like the guest host era, so it would have been so fun to have Cher and Christina Aguilera, but knowing our luck, it probably would have been the bartender in the movie as the guest host, Cam Gadget and that. The, guy the from movie Twilight. wasn't out yet, Jay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm fast-forwarding to years because i just wanted to talk about burlesque on the podcast oh i thought you meant with terry oh like, no terry. no but that would have been cool though then too I, I don't know i just think there should be more of the movie burlesque and wrestling oh. anyway so <laughs> burlesque so anyway going, going back to terry at wwf new york now trish is like obviously annoyed terry just interrupted her she's like what are you doing here terry's like trish you're so pathetic with your little women's championship. Um, Trish, 
pathetic. We've got a little women's title strutting around. You know, you know, deep down in your heart, you just don't measure up to me. I, I am better than you. I am more physical than you. I am better looking than you. I'm just better than you. This and that's is a why- hell of a promo. I'm here to challenge you. It was cute. I loved her mannerisms during this promo too were also really great. Cause she does like a little, like these little head bobs and like perks herself up and stuff. Like, I'm gonna challenge you. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's so cute. I love Terry. Um, so Trish is like, she, at this point, Trish has like defended her women's championship in some like legitimate matches. Yeah. Like she's gotten Lita, she's gotten Jacqueline, um, got someone, Molly. So Jazz has her eye on her. My Mooley. My Mooley. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, Trish is like, all right, what's it going to be? A bra and panties match? And you do hear one gross fan. You're, gonna, you're here to challenge me? Oh, Terry, what sort, of, hold up. what sort of challenge have you got for me, Terry? Is it a uh, bra and panties match? Yes, yes, bra and panties match! How about a lingerie match? Oh, even better! Lingerie! Or the ever-exciting mud wrestling match. What you got? <laughs> I mean, we can talk about gross fans talking about bra and panties matches the whole time, but good God, Jerry the King Lawler during this. <gasps> good God. There, there was probably semen all over that announce table as they're having this promo. Like, just everything they say, she's like, mud. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he's freaking out over this and then what terry says she's like how about a wet t-shirt contest okay let's see um uh -oh. oh i've got it oh. how about a um wet t-shirt contest Whoa, yeah, and it was not what i was expecting her to say at the time um because that even seemed a little that was a little attitude era for her to suggest, I felt. It's Attitude Era, but also this is like 2002. So legitimately, mm -hmm. this is like the Girls Gone Wild era. This is like mm -hmm. when that was huge. Like That's I remember true. that commercial being on like every late night thing. So it was all about some Girls Gone Wild. So I can see why they did it. Yeah, you know what, you're right. I did forget they had commercials. See, the late night commercials I remember were, did you have live links? I had live links. <laughs> Call now for live links. Talk to real hot singles in your area. But then, like right after, it was the like nice steel drums. These girls have fun at spring break. Woo! <laughs> I'm just turned eighteen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, very much of the times. Um, yeah, no, but they had a wet t-shirt contest coming up later in the show. Doug was behind me when I was watching the clip, and he was like, is that Mickey James? I'm like, what? <laughs> Terry and Mickey, young Terry does kind of look like young right? Mickey James. I was like, there's a clip of Mickey James on, obviously she has darker hair, but there's a clip of Mickey James on, I want to say it was Jerry Springer somewhere. Did you ever see this where she's in a black dress? I have not, but now I need to go watch this. I'm going to dig it up. Um... 
there's a clip of Mickey and she's wearing like a black dress. I forget what, and she, she was acknowledging she was a wrestler. I remember, cause I've seen this, but she does slightly resent, like if Terry had darker features, it like be like Mickey James. But I was like, they do kind of, I can see it. It's surprising, but yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, I guess for me, it's just like, when Doug said that, I was kind of like, what? I guess cause just cause like, I know Terry as Terry. Yeah. So, like, it's always interesting to get, like, someone who didn't grow up watching these people's perspective on, like, who's who. So, so anyway, um, so what t-shirt contest advertised in the show? Excited for it. Um, so, then we get Stacey Keebler, guys. The Dudleys are defending their tag titles against Aspider, Spike Dudley, and Taz. <laughs> can that be like his retribution name? He's <laughs> ass like Spike Dudley. He's just ass biter. We're here to bite the asses of everyone in the WWE. <laughs> I'm gonna leave teeth marks on their poop hole. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a millennial gimmick because we love to eat some ass. <laughs> so um spike and taz i'm a little pissed at them they don't even let stacy keebler get to the ring in madison square garden oh my god so they charge at the dudleys mm. stacy keebler back, oh, the, the, back the fuck, fuck up, up. <laughs> like, i think it's just because she's got those legs that she yeah. just went halfway back up the ramp it was so like she was big. in the gorilla position again <laughs> like, yes she was <laughs> She's like, I mean, she's in the frontal heart, like, back all the way up to there. So, which I agree, though. I would get scared if, like, Taz came at me. His voice is aggressive. Like, and then the other guy is just ass biter. Yeah. Like, I, hey, listen, like, my consent was not given. I'm running away. I'm wearing a skirt today. Um, you took it off last week. No. Skirt, so, <laughs> skirt Stacy? <laughs> so, um, you know, during the match, Business is picking up. Um, oh, also, I did want to know, this is a men's thing, but did you see Bubba whipping Spike with the Tag Team Championship? Yeah. Ow! <laughs> Ow. And I know Painful. a few things about getting whipped. I just did a strap match, mm-hmm. and I'm glad mine was not a leather belt with metal on it. I'm very Thank pleased. God. Praise be. Yeah. Um, so uh, the match is picking up. Stacy. she's going to do her due diligence, and she's going to distract Taz. I have to say... This is one of my favorite Stacey distractions, mainly because she doesn't get inappropriately touched. Um, but she lifts her skirt up and she shows that booty that is insured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she starts wiggling it. And I think the funniest part of this is there's a shot of Stacy from like the like crowd, like the cam, I guess. I don't know what that's called, but like um, hard cam, oh. I don't know. The, the like cam on a stick. Do you remember that? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the correct name is. If you guys know, I'm sure someone will tweet us at it. Um, but anyway, so but she's like smiling directly into camera, just like wiggling back and forth. Like it looks like she's like on a select screen for a video game, like waiting to get chosen. She won. <laughs> Let's <It's>, go. <laughs> yeah, bitches got it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, she's waiting. And this was actually a really funny distraction because Taz is looking. He's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, and then Bubba comes. Taz ducks. Then Bubba gets distracted by Stacey Keebler. I just chalk this up to a testament to straight men are stupid. Bubba distracted by his own cheeks. I mean, Stacey's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Stacy is she's tried her best. Um, I think Bubba gets put for table. Um, Taz and Spike win, win the tag titles, which is disappointing because now Stacy is no longer the manager of the tag champs, and she had some great photo shoots with those belts. So yes, she did. Oh, I, I love about those photo shoots. They were racy. I know Melina did one too, but I loved like the illusion photo shoots where like they have the belts covering their privates. <laughs> it's my favorite. It- Ooh, okay. So uh, when I win a championship, you guys are going to get some exclusive photos. Yes, it's happening. You're going to circulate gay Twitter. <laughs> I already am for wearing tights, so I appreciate you, gay guys. Twitter. Look for it; it's out there. Um, so subscribe to my OnlyFans. No, no. <laughs> well, speaking of OnlyFans, it is time for the wet T-shirt contest. Um, you said this was the first Raw of 2002, mm-hmm. and Jerry the King Lawler made this the first Raw of 2002. Like this was <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah. So King is our MC for this um, contest. He's got a super soaker. He is already. He's going in really hard with the jokes on this one um i did enjoy when terry came out oh, yeah. and the gun went off a little bit and he said you made it go off premature i thought that was a little funny. No. Oh, oh, went off prematurely that was cute that was funny um so fun though i believe this is the first time terry uses lita's former theme electron as her entrance music very soon after lita stopped using it too yeah um because i know joey you do but like whenever i hear this song like i always thought of lita you know well well, that's the first time i saw lita my first match Mm -hmm. i ever watched was lita versus steph monday night raw so that's i remember her walking out with a little hair flip and so it is now gifted to terry which is Honestly, I was okay with. I liked the song. Mm-hmm. And Terry and Jacqueline had the same music forever. And it was confusing. So, yeah. Like, there was literally at the Royal Rumble 2000, like, Terry comes out to the theme, and then it stops. And then it starts again, and Jacqueline comes out. <laughs> like At least they didn't do the Hardy Boy thing like we did the last time. Oh, yeah, where they like just the play it the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... Terry is out, and it's weird because, like, Kink is, like, advertising her as the challenger. As far as I know, this wasn't for the women's championship. Like, Jer was kind of trying to correct him and be like, this is uh, not a wrestling match. Uh, But he's just, like, jumping around like, woohoo, woohoo, puppies, Coco Puffs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, And then Trish comes out. You know, she's got a lot. I love her little long trench coat, though. Um, That was, it was cool to see that. I liked that. but anyway, so we're getting ready for this. Um, Terry's going to go first. Um, and I have to say, as like, I much as like, I'm not into the wet t-shirt thing, the bikini thing or anything like that, Terry knows what she's doing in these situations. She really does. And I'm going to be really honest. As soon as King started spraying her with the water, I got I had enough of King. I fast forwarded through all of the wet t-shirt part. I really? Couldn't, I um, couldn't do it. See, I love Terry's poses. So I watched it for that. Like, Terry's like taunt where she like bends over the top rope is one of my favorite like in ring poses. Oh, I love it. I think she like sells it. She does yeah. everything that she can. Like even her like pose that she got into to get sprayed was really Oh my cool. god. She's so she's so she like climbed on the rope, leaned back. She was so she just owns and her facials, she knows she's great at like 
sexuality and owning it. And I love that about her. I hate though, I like you said, I hate that King is talking over it and like just it's less about her owning her sexuality and more about him just being pervy. Yeah, and it just got annoying to watch. Yeah. That's why I was like, I can't do this anymore. I literally can't. Like, yeah. and I'm glad that I fast forwarded all the way through because there was a saving grace at the very end of this. Mm -hmm. So Terry does her job. She kills it. Um, but the girls were also wearing like pink shirts that were clearly from like Michaels or something. <laughs> like, that, um, like, but we do not besmirch the good name of Michaels. On no, that I'm, shirt. my Michaels closed, and I'm really upset about it. Oh no! No, well, wait. Listen to this. So then, hold on. Can we have a quick moment of silence for your marshals, Michaels? Michaels. <laughs> also, marshals though. Marshals too. <laughs> um, okay, I lit a candle. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that Trish is gonna go, um, and Trish is, you know, she's taking her time to get her coat off, and like King is like, oh yeah, I gotta pump this up. Hmm. Um, and he's like, are you ready? And he does a countdown. And as he gets to the end, Jazz comes out of nowhere and knocks Trish down from behind hard, like another train, like rammed into her, and then picks her up and gives one of the best and most painful looking DDTs I've ever seen. I know. Like, thank God. Praise be for Jazz. Oh, praise be. You know, it's so awesome. So I looked in the audience too during this. And if you go back and watch this, there's a few women who are like cheering when Jazz did this. And that made me so happy. Oh, I need to go back and look at that. Though. Yeah, it was really cute. I was like, this is awesome. I love that. Um, so Jazz, you know, takes her out with the DDT. And it really was like the saving grace of this segment. I think, I mean, like Terry played her part. She did a great job. And it was nice to see Terry integrated into things again. Um, but like, this really was for me, like the progression of the Jazz Trish storyline that we needed. Mm-hmm. And it, she just came through, and she came with such force. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, kind of kicks the king. Yeah, like, like a drop kick. Well, here's the thing. I think King should have sold that more. He didn't sell it at all. And then no. he comes back and looks at her like he's trying to, like... Like, what are you, like, okay. Like, he so, was angry, like, he was gonna fight her. And I was like, he, excuse me? Like, <laughs> like, no, honey. Like, so then Jazz, like, she leaves. Uh, I also love Jazz's, like... I think they were like bootcut jeans. <laughs> so anyway, oh, her they're, makeup. They're, oh, was, everything was on point. She had like some eyeliner and some shadow that was just mm. complimenting her. Jazz looked gorgeous. Who was the makeup team at this time? Because they were killing it. Like, I don't know. We'll talk to Mickey and see if Mickey has the history. <laughs> of so as um, Jazz is backing up the room too, we also another note. We're getting a new theme here too. Jazz's second theme, monster. Um, I think this is the first time we hear that, which is great because her first thing needed to go if this was her character. Yeah, this one's much more vicious. It really yeah. shows what she's about. Very, very for it. Although I'm still waiting for the Mac Militant to come up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, so Jazz is just like, she is. she's looking like satisfied but angry at the same time as she's walking through M2. Just like her facials, I remember, I remembered that from this. And they were so good. She's just vicious. She is the pure epitome of the word vicious. Oh my god. Amazing. I mean, the, the whole the whole segment for what it was, yes, it had like that annoying like wet t-shirts contest in it. But for me, it's a segment I really appreciated and loved because it was like a 
changing moment of the women's division, kind of. It was just like Jazz kind of saying, like, we're done with the bra and panty stuff, the lingerie stuff. We're at we're kicking ass now. Yes. And this was, I think, that turning point. Because, like, at post this, we saw the women's title and the women's scene being much more about matches than um, the TNA kind of stuff. Granted, there were still women for that, but, like, the women's championship wasn't really involved in that anymore, which was awesome to see. I know. No more broad panties women's championship matches for a while. It's mm-hmm. really, really refreshing. So refreshing. So... This was a great moment. This is an awesome Madison Square Garden moment. And for me, one of the defining moments of Jazz's career. So incredible stuff. Love it. Love that we got to see Terry. Um, love that we got to see Trish and some interaction there too. So yeah, good stuff. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to SmackDown. SmackDown. So originally, like when I was looking at results, it was like there, oh, there's not really a lot of women stuff, but there was one women's segment involving mm. our good friend Stephanie McMahon, mm. who we we get her music, and she has a backstage pass sticker on her pants. So she can be there. I did not know that permitted you to come to the ring. So. It doesn't. And I want to point out that near the end <laughs> of this promo, they had security come out after she's got the microphone and cut a whole promo to a from the door. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Cole was like, they got to learn that the backstage pass doesn't permit you to do this. I was like, although it does permit you to get a full on Titantron music and an intro <laughs> graphic. So I guess she's allowed to come to the ring. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever, Steph, do you? Um, I have to say, though, I really did like this promo of Stephanie because she's like we saw last week. We, she was kind of pulling the Triple H card. Do you, um, do, you did like this promo? You didn't like it? No, this was me. I was watching this. I was like, ooh, this is a rare miss for Stephanie oh, McMahon. I liked it. See, like, the promo essentially is her kind of, like, taking credit for Triple H. Because you have to kind of drive that wedge. Triple H came back as the good guy. You know, like, the baby face. Like, he had a beautiful day music video by U2. Oh, um, yeah. so, oh <laughs> what you don't have, you don't need it. <laughs> so, and it wasn't forced onto your phone without your consent, which is even better. So, right. um, so Triple H obviously is going to be a face with a return like that. But he does have this thing where he's tied to Stephanie McMahon. They're mm-hmm. married. And Stephanie, like we addressed last week, is the most hated woman on the roster. So they kind of have to drive a wedge between them somehow. And I think that their best way of going about that was like Stephanie almost trying to like play off her husband's success and take credit for it. I liked it. The thing about it was, is once she said it, the mm-hmm. rest of the promo was just her saying that two more times. Because the game is back! Yeah! And she got a backstage pass! And I'm the game's wife! Woo-hoo! Yeah, no, you, that's fair. That's fair. She did repeat it a few times. Like, I'm Mrs. Game. Mm-hmm. My husband is the game. I'm the game's wife. You just like, lost you... the game. <laughs> um... I did like, oh, I forget exactly what she said, but the end of the promo, I did like. Um, Like, the game is back, I think she said, and so am I, or something like that. The game is back, and so am 
am I? Yeah, and so am I. That's what she yeah. said. And I like I did like that. Cause I think that was her kind of way of saying, like, I'm forcing my way back into this company yeah. also. Cause she's been kind of blacklisted. And it does foreshadow everything because Stephanie wasn't with Triple H at any point this entire week, which no. is saying a lot. So no. it does give that thing of like, okay, cool. It's leading to sort of a separation here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I think maybe that's because why I enjoyed it because I know what's coming. So at the time though, I could see how it's going to be the favorite. Yeah, it, it, it's not her strongest promo. I'll agree yeah. with that. Um, but I think I just like liked it just because we haven't gotten to see her out there by herself in a while, in a few months. I mean, so. I'll reiterate, like it wasn't a bad promo. It's mm-hmm. just Stephanie is so on point so yeah. often that watching her just kind of flounder on one line was like, oh, this is this is awkward. Yeah. No, okay. That that, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, it isn't, it wasn't. It wasn't what we're used to. <laughs> so, yeah. I will say I did like her outfit. She had on like red leather pants and like a black, like one shoulder situation. And it popped um, that sticker. It really did. It really, she's like, I got to accentuate the sticker guys. So, yeah. so <laughs> there's one thing Stephanie does well. <laughs> it's the show up the, the sticker. <laughs> she's like, she goes to get her COVID vaccine. I have to match. What color is it? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Stephanie, um, she is back in WWE, which is great. And I was actually very happy to hear my time. We're not going to get to hear it much more often. So yay. Um, but yeah, so Stephanie's on SmackDown. That's really the only women's stuff we got to see on SmackDown, unfortunately. Really slow week for the women. Yeah. I mean, I will say I did think the stuff we got to see on Raw was a big momentum thing. And to be honest, at this time, they probably weren't putting much thought into the women. They're like, oh, wait, we gave them a whole two segments well, on Raw. Where, where's Lita? Bring her back. Is she okay? She is still recovering. Um, I don't think it's... You, you know what I've been seeing going around on Twitter that I think is so funny? Have you ever... I think it was when she lost the baby. But you know that, like, shot of Lita in the bed at the hospital where, like, she's, like, got the breathing tube in her nose and her eyes are, like, bulging out of her head? Yep. <laughs> That's where she is right now after being thrown off the stage. <laughs> I need to find that picture and just put me watching Raw everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saved it. I'll send you it. Please do. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Stephanie's back. Really fun um, stuff for what we did get to see of the women. But the good news is, guys, we have a real storyline for the women's championship going on now. Um, we have fun stuff coming. I know there's women's action at the pay-per-view coming. Which, wait, is that the next? I think that's the next episode. Maybe. Oh. Because Royal Rumble was early this year. So I think that might be next week. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which is so funny to me because I always thought of, like, Jazz and Trish as such a long storyline before their first match. But I guess it really wasn't. Well, I mean, it's just like what we were discussing. Was it last week where we were talking about um, how the invasion and WrestleMania 18 yeah. and all that was, like, the same year. Like, yeah. 17. Like, holy crap. The hell. Um, all right, guys. Now we're going to get to the figure this segment. 
of the week. Um, this week, Joey, what figure are we talking about? We are talking about the figure that was so nice they released it twice. It was the <laughs> ivory figure. Woo! Rulers of the Ring Series 1 ivory. Also the SmackDown draft figure. Um, yeah, I mean, to be I remember when they announced this, um, and it was like WrestleMania weekend, because I remember the shot of Ivory holding her figurine up inside like the WrestleMania 2000 branded box. Um, so cool. I'm so happy she got one. I was so surprised because women didn't really get figures at this time. So it was, and it was awesome to see her get one. She very well deserved. It's based off of like more of her 1999 summer look. Um, um, which is probably her most well-known iconic look. I know it's the outfit, uh, they have it access all the time. So I'm trying to think because like before this era, there was like Sable got a figure, China had one. They just had pumped Lita's first Ajax exclusive out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Molly had already gotten hers, right? No, Molly's after, because this is Rulers of the Ring series one. Molly was series four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like So this they're... is like actually like the third or fourth Titantron lifestyle woman. Because China was the China or Deborah, they came out around the same time. And then I don't think there was anyone in between them and Ivory coming out. Because Ivory's Tori? Like, no, Tori's later too. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So I think because the thing is Ivory was in the WrestleMania 2000 branded box, which China and Deborah's figures were as well. Oh so, okay. So I think this is the third, which is surprising because like, you know, Ivory for women's wrestling fans is like an iconic woman, but usually they'd go with like probably like the bigger names around this time period. Um, Like I'm surprised Stephanie wasn't, well, actually there was a scheduled Stephanie McMahon that just didn't get released like pre-real scan. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, good for Ivory though. I was, it's unfortunately though, like the only one she got, she didn't like, the only style figure she had, she didn't get any more, but it, and it's like, it's not a bad figure. No, it's really nice. I, the only thing that I don't really like about this figure is that one, the elbows don't articulate at all. And then probably the way that her legs are built, make it look really well, but she can't really like. And like the tops of them don't move out too far. Yeah. Yeah. She does a nice little like running knee. If you want to do that too. The other part of it that's weird for me, and I get these are for kids, and this is going to sound weird, the boobs are weird. Like, the yeah. part that's open, it's like, it's like they wanted to give her cleavage, but stopped. Like, she's got, like, a very prominent sternum bone. It's like, so, a, it's a like, dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, is, it's just weird, though, because, like, they didn't, all the other figures, like, Deborah, they put a t-shirt on underneath her boobs, like, China, they closed the top, the, um, so it's just, like, the ivory, like, they have the cutout, like, w- like, the regular outfit has, but it's just, like, the way the boobs look, it's, like, it's, like, it's almost like there's a t-shirt on, but there's not, Yeah, like, like her abs are really well-defined. There's well, yeah. absolutely no boob definition, though. yeah. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it, I think this is like the only figure that has this mold completely too. The pants I know, the bottom was used on the uh, WrestleMania 17 China. That's the only other one I know who has that. But the rest of the figure, I don't think was used on anyone. I don't think so. But even like the bottom of the figure has boots on and the mm-hmm. China had um, heels. The China's, 
No, the China has boots on too. The WrestleMania, I'm talking about the WrestleMania X7 one with the pink. Yeah, okay. I was thinking of the one that came with the sewer lid. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. The, I love the accessories. There's a, Well, this one though, got a legit accessory. This came with her scarf. It did come with a scarf. Yeah. I forgot about that. Which is so like, I thought that was the coolest part because fabric things are usually like hard to come by with um, wrestling figures, especially during this time period. I mean, you didn't get fabric anything. We didn't talk about it last week, but the Stephanie McMahon we talked about last week came with a bucket and a mop. Oh, because that's some wet. <laughs> that's that's right. some wet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. So it was cool though that this ivory actually like had an appropriate accessory. Um, another thing I've seen because for some reason I've owned a couple of these in my time. The hairline is very inconsistent on some of them. It's atrocious. <laughs> they gave her the hairline of like a present day Adam Pierce. Like <laughs> I'm like, why is her hair like on the back of her head? Like, I don't know. She looks very smart. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's like, it's honestly, it's an awesome figure if you're a women's wrestling fan, if you're an Ivory fan. Um, I don't know any Ivory fan who doesn't have this figure. Um, but it, it's really cool. And it was a great addition to have in your women's uh, division of your figure fed. Oh, 100%. I didn't have that. I just recently got this one. Probably about... Oh, really? Mm-hmm, maybe less than a month ago. She's really oh, wow. new to my collection. Um, and I've always wanted her. I just have never... She's kind of like the Tory figure. I still don't have yeah. that one. But I've always really wanted it. So, but yeah. Now I've got my ivory. They need to release a Jacqueline that's actually good so I can have her. I'm hoping that Mattel somehow releases all these Hall of Fame women that like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, cause I've heard like people be like, oh, well they won't sell well. I'm like, yeah, but they put Wendy Richter out in stores. Like, yeah. And I know like, so like, many people who clamored for her too. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, I mean, like, I don't think she's super well-known with, like current fans if that's their excuse that doesn't make sense to me like because they put out all of these like vintage men that no kid is ever thank you i'm like i was like who the hell wants these like so i i think we can get an ivory a jacqueline um you know tori wilson um so i don't know i've got my fingers crossed for them i was so disappointed this week because we did get some figure reveals and i was hoping to see potentially some new women we did see like candace Lorray and oscar and everything like that but i know there is a trish stratus elite coming out i still don't know the outfit and i was hoping to see that okay apparently there still is because i confirmed and tommy purr is really into like into the figures like he knows a bunch of people and he says there's an elite molly coming out still so okay I know there. China is apparently going to be in the next Legends line. The rumor is that she's going to be in her uh, invasion attire from WCW. Apparently, they're releasing all of DX like individually in those outfits. Um, so all that I want though is just Jacqueline in her black trunks, black tights with her kick pads and her red tank top and that big old ponytail. That's all I want. It's got to be that outfit. It's got to be like that is her most iconic look. I think. Um, I mean, it's what she was always in the ring wearing, and it's what yeah. she was in every video game that she got a chance to be in. Yeah. <laughs> For Ivory, I'd want either this Rulers of the Ring outfit, or I'd honestly want a right to censor Ivory. 
Um, as that well. sounds fun. A right yeah. sensor ivory and or I would love that red outfit that she was wearing for the tops <gasps> or bottoms. Uh, bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, a solid smack, too. Yeah, I'm going to have a Bruce. <laughs> and then Tori, I don't really know what Tori, I guess like something neon pink. Like. Ooh, what Tori outfit I would want? Um. See, for me, her most iconic look is her bikini contest bikini. But, like, I don't think they're going to make a figure of her in that. Like, probably I mean, wrestling gear. I would not mind her little um, blue outfit that she wore. It was in a video game once. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. That'd but, be I mean, good. To me, her most iconic outfit's still the one that we already have a figure of, which is the American. Uncle Sam. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Uncle Sam. I would see, I'd be okay with that. See, but my thing, I want that too. But for now, though, since like the women's figures are so far and few between, I don't want the only Tory we get to be Uncle Sam Tory because it'll be just a rehash of like Don Maria's Nurse Dawn. So, Nurse Dawn. Nurse Dawn. Um, so, I'm really hoping that whatever Tory we end up getting, and I hope it's not an evolution or one of her newer years either. Like, I wouldn't mind that though. Really? See, I, I, it'd be okay, but, like, at the same time, like, I'm just kind of, like, I want, I think for my selfish purposes of displaying, I want her from her era. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what they what they. We us. need, I, I know, of course, what Tori we need. Tori dressed as Jewel from the Intuition video. There we go! Yes! Ooh, you know what? Actually, it should be, like, a stunt action figure. Dragon Tori like comes with Tajiri in a two pack, but like you know how like some toys like from McDonald's, like the cars that like would like rev up, Tajiri revs up and like you just hook Tori on and she goes, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All I thought was nung, 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 nung. woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so good. But um yeah, no, uh so, Rulers of the Ring Series 1 Ivory, if you guys look around on eBay, you can find one. I'm not sure there's a lot mock, um, but I do know that she's out there, out of the box. There's a few mock. Oh, um, there are? Yeah. Um, I've seen them on eBay. They're running for, like, 40 bucks, typically, mm. is the, like, lowest you can get her at. Okay. It's not hard, but... No, I got mine for 20 She was out of the box, so I didn't get a scarf, uh, but she... Out of the box. The box. <laughs> Just in case you needed any more confirmation that this was a gay show. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I think that's a solid purchase. I'm glad you were able to get her. Oh, me too. Next up on my list is probably that Tori. No lie. I will keep my eyes out for her. I honestly haven't seen... Ask Chris. Chris Riddle goes to some store because I get a text from him like daily, which also I do not know how often he's there. But like, <laughs> I love him so much. He's like, did you see this? <laughs> he's so cute. But um, he has this amazing store in North Carolina that just happens to have like every miscellaneous women's figure ever. Like he goes there and he'll be like, uh, did you, they have this today. And I'm like, where are these shipments coming from? <laughs> like, He's just going to pop up one day and be like, do you need a Lena Yada figure? You'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming. I want the skirt Tiffany. <laughs> skirt Tiffany? Skirt for Tiffany. <laughs> um, yeah, so lots of exciting stuff. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, 
this week's show is not super super long so just because no they did be not a... give us a super super amount of material so <laughs> i mean we could try to make something up let's see um best diva hairlines go <laughs> <laughs> oh wait what other diva figures had like a, the jacqueline had a bad hairline too Oh, we don't. That Jacqueline figure is an abomination. We don't talk about her. <laughs> that one's bad. The China. So the space on like the Titan Live Nine and the WrestleMania Seventeen. So the bangs are not attached to the hair. Like so, because I've ripped off the hair before, and it's just like lines of bangs. Oh no! Stuck to her head. <laughs> oh no! That's... Oh no! <laughs> even, like... It's tragic. So I don't know. Ooh, you know who does have the worst hairline? I can't find the Eve Torres blue figures. <gasps> it's so bad. It's so bad. That's another very inconsistent figure. I've seen a lot of bad ones. Um, yeah, that one's painful. Um, I feel like Natty has a bad hairline figure too. Am I imagining that? Yes, yeah, she does. It's that one. Okay, this figure makes me so mad because it's the one that they did that gave her like her big like Christmas looking black vest. Yep. Yep. And she's got like this weird mohawk looking thing almost yeah. on her head. I was like, this is so sad because it's like one of our best bodies they've ever made. And it's just such a bad head. So, yeah, guys, if you have bad hairlines in your figures, don't be afraid to rip off the hair, push it up a little bit, adjust it. The girls would be so disappointed if they knew. Or just get the elite them. natty and pop the head off of it and just, mm -hmm. there you go. Mm hmm There you go. Problem solved. Ugh. Um, Joey, where can people find you if they want to adjust the hairline of their figures? Oh, you can find me on the dark web of Twitter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on gay Twitter, but you can also find me at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Joey.Mayberry on TikTok. Check me out every single Saturday on Ring the Bell, where I'm hosting Ring the Bell Live this week with Jake gonna be on it's gonna be fun i'm excited i still have to watch rocks <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that you do i've read what happened i just like have not gotten around to watching it so it's literally me each and every week i watch everything that i have to watch for ring the bell on friday <sighs> maybe that's when i'll do it. actually i took off on friday so that's when i'll do it mm -hmm. it's brutal yeah. mm. i'll have to eat something good while i do it so <laughs> I can think of a few good things to eat. Jay, where can the people find you? <laughs> um, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Jake. Wait, which one is that one? Uh, yeah, at Jake, not Jacob Smith. <laughs> and then on Twitter at Jake isn't Jacob. My name's not Jacob for those following along. Um, you, like Joey said, you can find me this week on Ring the Bell Live. I'm there occasionally popping in. Um, and of course, you better find me here. Um, yeah. And also, guys, just a fun little thing. Um, please um, tweet at Effie and tell them you want to see Joey Mayberry on the Big Gay Brunch they're doing in Chicago. I would die. I want to be on Gay Brunch. I'll bring the French toast. <laughs> Please do. Um, I will send you some orange juice to bring. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know if that'll perishable. <laughs> so, you know what?
Oh no, Joey dropped out. Um, so I'm just going to talk to Folsom Space guys. Um, but yeah, so guys, please just tweet at Effie. We're really trying to get Joey booked on the show. Um, he's been killing it lately. Um, he had an incredible match in Vegas. Um, so yeah, he's working his ass off. So if you can, please tweet at Effie and get him on this show. Joey is back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my phone does. Is every episode it just seems to go. Guess what? No more. And it just <laughs> <laughs> and the phone's like I'm over this like i need to go with just a hairline um so. it's like you're a 31 year old man stop talking about toys <laughs> um anyway you can also follow our show guys at golden era underscore pod um we do today in history stuff so you can find some interesting things there today was melina's first match so that's fun um that's fun with that wonderful michelle mccool outfit wasn't okay i'm so glad so joey tweeted at that tweet and he said i love this outfit of michelle mccool and i agree i thought this was such a good look for her so wonderful simple a good color on her it it worked Mm -hmm. i love it i think that was her last appearance too before she came back as a teacher so (laughs) (laughs) i liked her when she was loving life Love and laugh. <laughs> I like. I did like love and life, but I also liked her the week before this, where um, she came out and they were in like Hershey, Pennsylvania, and um, they were throwing out Hershey kisses to the audience. And Melina interrupted, and she's like, "Melina, just trying to have a little fun." <laughs> and but like, no chocolate sweeter <laughs> than M&M. <laughs> and Melina like makes fun of her. And she's like, "You're trying to have a little fun." <laughs> <laughs> The only thing you're doing, Michelle, is getting fat. <laughs> so, I cannot wait till we get to that era. I can't wait to talk about Melina on the show. I'm just so excited. Like, the shit she was getting away with was incredible. So, we just um, got to make it through uh, about two more years for the woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, well, uh, one good thing though, the draft is coming up in a few months and we'll only have to listen to him for one show. Praise Lord. Praise. So, and then we'll have to listen to Taz calling Tori a tomato. So, I like tomatoes. <laughs> I like tomatoes. <laughs> My favorite color is seafoam green. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so anyway, everyone also like, share and subscribe to our podcast. Um, you know, leave us a review. Five stars is the best. It helps us move up in those power rankings. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Joey, you got anything else? Jesus, Matt. And everyone have a golden week. Hey. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. What did I click? I clicked. Hold on. I clicked dictionary, everyone. I went to broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.